Welcome to the Match Fit Conditioning Podcast. Transforming over 100,000 footballers worldwide. Everything we do is aimed at enabling you to gain an edge completely by yourself without needing help from a training partner or teammates. Open yourself to doing things smarter and with more intention, focus and attention to detail than your teammates, opponents and even your coaches. Are you ready to get match fit? Hi guys and welcome to Match Fit Conditioning. Today's question is going to be on what are the best supplements for football players? Obviously I'm sure you're probably one of the majority of athletes that has delved into the sort of supplement market um, and probably ended up purchasing some supplements that could be labelled essentially as useless. So what I really want this video to do is just pinpoint those sort of main free supplements that can be added on top of your diet uh, to have a performance enhancing effect. And these supplements are going to be the ones that have actually been proven uh, both in the scientific research and are also implemented by some of the top sports teams in the country uh, to either benefit your performance on the pitch or even enhance your sort of adaptations to training as well so cool sort of have one of those two benefits so to start with what i would consider probably the best supplement um within sport and a supplement which essentially all athletes can benefit from is going to be caffeine and the reason caffeine is so good is because it can have such a wide range of benefits it's been studied and been shown to be beneficial within endurance-based sports, uh, strength-based sports, power-based sports, and even football specifically uh, within the last 10 years. There's been a lot of research that shows caffeine can have direct influence on not just cognitive performance um, and things such as brain function, but also physical performance and even benefit the technical aspects of the game. So improving things such as your sprinting ability, jumping performance, reactive agility, and even things like your passing accuracy have shown to be improved when you take caffeine prior to exercise. How caffeine is able to have these effects is by being able to cross the blood-brain barrier and modulate the central nervous system. And what this modulation does is essentially increases the concentration of a lot of hormones that are beneficial to performance such as adrenaline and dopamine and what the increased concentrations of these hormones can do is not only delay fatigue when you're out on the pitch or especially in a competitive match um, but it can also have a benefit to your concentration levels when you're on the pitch and what I think is the uh, best benefit of caffeine is it can decrease the perception of exertion for a given intensity of exercise so essentially if you're sprinting down the pitch for uh, 10 20 meters it can reduce the amount that you think that you're exerting yourself within this activity and therefore it's going to have a really significant impact on how you feel out on the field and it can reduce your perceptions of fatigue um, both physically and mentally in terms of the amount of caffeine that you need prior to exercise to get these beneficial effects, this is going to really depend on the individual. Um, specifically, it's going to come down to how much caffeine uh, you generally take in on a day-to-day -day basis, usually associated with how much sort of coffee or tea you're drinking or any other type of caffeine substances. And because if you're taking in caffeine regularly, you're going to have a diminished response to a given dose of caffeine. 
but in general most athletes will fall somewhere between um, needing 75 milligrams of caffeine up to around 200 milligrams of caffeine in about 15 to 30 minutes prior to exercise if you do have a diminished response to caffeine and a higher caffeine tolerance because you consume caffeine so much then I would look to stretch the caffeine intake up to around 300 milligrams but I wouldn't go too much past this because you might end up getting some side effects that aren't really wanted when you're out there performing. The way in which you should take caffeine as you probably know um, it's available in a variety of different forms uh, you can take it within energy drinks you can have it in pill form um, or you can also have it in sort of like standard drinks such as your coffees as well really I mean although there are slight differences in uh, how fast the caffeine is able to be absorbed and, and have an effect between these sort of different sources I wouldn't concern yourself too much with this I'd just go with the one that is most convenient for you moving on to the second supplement which I would recommend for a lot of footballers to consider this is going to be creatine um, specifically um, I know there are a lot of creatines out there on the market now uh, specifically creatine monohydrate how creatine is able to have uh, a beneficial effect for athletes is because it's able to increase the phosphocreatine stores within muscle tissue phosphocreatine uh, is stored within muscle tissue and it's a really really critical substance for the enzymatic reactions which create energy during high intensity activity such as uh, short sprints or jumping so what creatine essentially does is it's able to regenerate uh, this phosphocreatine store to be able to participate in more of these uh, energetic reactions to fuel your high intensity activity so in theory you should be able to have more sprints during a game have more jumps during a game and be generally just more active um, without fatiguing because creatine is also able to improve high intensity activity it can also be used and be beneficial for training purposes especially in footballers that are looking to increase their strength in the gym or increase their power and even their lean body mass as well and because ideally it can make you have better performance during training sessions especially weightlifting sessions or resistance based sessions and so you're able to adapt to these training sessions better because you're pushing more weight and having a higher overall work volume within these training sessions to take creatine and for it to have a positive effect what needs to happen is it needs to be loaded into the muscle tissue effectively so a lot of footballers think that creatine has an acute effect so essentially that you might take it and it has a, a positive effect within say 15-30 minutes much like caffeine however this is definitely not the case what you do is you need to take creatine regularly so every 24 hours and take enough of it for the creatine stores within the muscle tissue to load up to an optimal rate for this creatine to have an effect. The best protocol to have for creatine supplementation is to start by taking 20 grams of creatine monohydrate for approximately 5 to 7 days um, and then after this you can take uh, 5 grams of creatine per day to maintain these stores so what the 20 grams per day does is essentially overloads the muscle and it's able to accelerate the process of increasing creatine stores within the muscle tissue but then after this as creatine stores in the muscle tissue are maximized only around about 5 grams is needed just to maintain those high stores 
the time in which you take this creatine shouldn't be that big a concern for you. What you should really just focus on is consuming um, that dose of creatine in each 24 hour period. There is some scientific research that maybe consuming creatine post-workout is able to increase the absorption. However, it's, it's new evidence. Um, if you do want to practice this, then go ahead. But generally, just most of you should focus on getting in that creatine every 24 hours to keep that loading going. And then finally, the last supplement which I'd recommend for footballers to, to think about consuming is going to be uh, beta-alanine. Beta-alanine is a much newer substance compared to um, creatine and caffeine. However, there have been some really good studies on it recently. Uh, and so I would put it in the category of not essential supplements, but supplements that athletes should really seriously consider taking. The benefit of beta-alanine supplementation is that it's able to reduce fatigue or delay fatigue during high-intensity activity. How it does this is by acting as an intracellular buffer, so a buffer within muscle cells, uh, to the accumulation of hydrogen ions that are often accumulated during high-intensity exercise and they would often put the muscle in a more acidic state um, which will often contribute to the muscle not the muscle cell at least not functioning correctly and it can reduce the time in which it takes to fatigue um, so a higher carnosine stores within the muscle uh, reduces the amount of hydrogen ions that are accumulated and it can keep the cell in a more neutral state much like creatine supplementation Beta-alanine is, like I said, going to be effective at loading those uh, carnosine stores and increasing those carnosine stores within the muscle tissue. So it's a supplement, again, that needs to be taken on a daily basis um, to allow for that gradual loading of carnosine over time. In terms of the dosing of beta-alanine, it's not quite there yet with um, establishing the specific dosage that can have an effect in most athletes. However, there is sort of like a range at the minute um, which seems to be beneficial and that's going to be somewhere between 2 to 5 grams of beta-alanine per day. Again, similarly to creatine, the time in which you take this beta-alanine isn't of the most importance. Generally, just be taking it within every 24-hour period. A lot of footballers do like to take it pre-exercise just because this amount of beta-alanine can cause the majority of individuals um, to have quite a sometimes minor, sometimes major tingling sensation, especially within the, the fingers and the feet, but it can be anywhere on the body. And footballers generally find that out on the pitch they don't actually notice it that much, but it can be a real nuisance if you're just at home resting. Um, so keep this in mind when you're thinking about taking your beta-alanine. So I think that really wraps up the main three supplements that I'd recommend for footballers. There are a few other things uh, such as functional foods, um, which are often uh, mistaken as supplements, um, such as your, your protein powders and your omega-3s, which I view as in a different category and they should really have a separate video for themselves. Thanks for tuning in to the MatchFit Conditioning Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with one of your teammates. To learn more about the MatchFit method and to start your training with us, visit www.matchfitconditioning.com. We'll show you how to gain an edge on the pitch at an elite level by transforming your fitness level, nutrition, and mindset.